Hey, I'm Des. And I'm Christy. And this is Woozy Here Podcast. Where we give our running commentary over our favorite and least favorite scenes from horror movies. At the end of every episode, we will be giving our own one to five scale on how much we enjoyed the film that we like to call the Woozy Scale. We rate it using one to five knives, one being the least and five being the most that we liked the film. Today's movie is Barbarian 2022. It was written and directed by Zach Kreger, who's also known for Miss March and Whitest Kids You Know. It has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. This movie stars Georgina Campbell as Tess, Bill Skarsgård as Keith, Justin Long as AJ, Matthew Patrick Davis as the mother, and Richard Drake as Frank. Go check into your Airbnb and pour a glass of milk as as we we go go barbaric barbaric on this episode. Before we begin our commentary, we wanted to give a quick trigger warning. Today's episode will have mention of sexual assault. All right, all right, all right. Here we go into the opening scene. Hands up on the Airbnb. The opening credits are on the screen. It's pouring down rain. We see this cute little house with a light. It's a cute house. Appears to be a cute house. Yeah, it's a little, mm. it's a little ominous already, though. A little scary, a <laughs> little sketch. Tess pulls up in her little Jeep Cherokee. Is it Jer- Cherokee? A Liberty. That's a Liberty. Is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. In her little Jeep Liberty. Or wait, is it? <gasps> no, it's, it's a, a Cherokee. Cherokee. It's a tiny right. Cherokee. It's a lot of ominous music playing. Yeah, she Until just... Until we get in the car with her, and then... She starts looking at all of the Airbnb instructions on how to get into her Airbnb. Yeah. Says that there's a little lockbox. She should be able to just enter the code and get the key and let herself in. There's those yellow street lights. Beautiful. Very. <laughs> really creepy. A lot of rain is coming Makes down. For a very inviting <laughs> neighborhood oh, yeah. for sure. And it's so dark that she can't really tell at this point what the rest of the neighborhood looks like. Yeah. So she's just really booking it to the Airbnb. Yeah. She just wants to get out of the rain, basically. Which, I mean, can relate. Right. She's trying to do the lockbox. The combination is not working. She's like, are you freaking kidding me? Which, I mean, I would be pretty upset, too, if I couldn't get into my Airbnb and it's, like, pouring down raining and dark outside. (laughs) Totally fair. Someone keeps calling her, and to be honest, that would be a a trigger for me in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) I probably would just throw my phone down. Stop calling me. I'm tired of it. Don't you know I'm trapped in the rain and trying to get to my Airbnb? Can't you tell? (laughs) She gets finally into the lockbox. There's no key. She's There's freaking no out. Key. She tries to call the host. It goes to voicemail. Which what a bad host. Zero relatable, stars. Relatable that I would be super freaking annoyed. Oh, yeah. And she is. So irritated. It's late at night. It's raining. She's in an unknown area. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Fun fact. Zach Kreger asked in an interview if he was actually ever double booked at an Airbnb and maybe that's where the inspiration for Barbarian came from. He said no, but that he was a host for Verbo and always had a fear of accidentally double booking someone. That would be terrible. I would feel really bad as a host (laughs) if I accidentally double booked someone. Then better get a free stay (laughs) at that point. Now she's looking out at the neighborhood and she's like, wow, this is really freaking creepy sketchy (laughs) yeah as she should she gets back in her car which i would have gotten back in my car before making that phone call but that's just me me too she sees a light turn on in the airbnb which tells her someone is there obviously 
She's yeah, ringing like, the doorbell like 20 times. Like 58 <laughs> times. She's ready to beat up whoever's <laughs> in that Airbnb. Let me into my freaking Airbnb, brother. <laughs> I ain't got time for this. And then she sees Bill Skarsgård. Just a silhouette kind of. Comes and opens the door and was definitely asleep or something. And he's like, yeah, can I help you? He's like, um, why are you in my Airbnb? She's like, excuse you. You are in my Airbnb. And he's like, actually, this is my Airbnb. <laughs> so Bill's like, I'm renting this place. There must be some confusion. He's like, are you sure you have the right place? And Tess is like, yes, I have the right place. This is <laughs> this is my Airbnb. <laughs> They're both visibly annoyed, which I mean, I totally get. I would I would definitely be annoyed. She ends up showing him the confirmation text, like just to prove that she also booked this Airbnb. And he's like, oh, you're not lying. And yeah, bites her in. But honestly, I don't know if Bill Skarsgård opened the door. I would go in there. <laughs> I don't know. He's. <laughs> He's kind of creepy. I mean, I guess he is a little creepy. And if it was just me, <laughs> only and because any man opened the door that I did not know, I would not go in there. It's probably only because like Bill Skarsgård is known for like portraying Pennywise in like 2017 and 2019, so it makes him a little bit creepier. Plus, he was in Hemlock Grove. Is that the show? Castle like, Rock. No, in Castle no, no. Rock. Oh, he was in Castle Rock too. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was, I think it's called Hemlock Grove. I'm a look. I know he was also in Castle Rock. It so. is Hemlock Grove. I was oh. right. Tess is like, okay, cool. I guess I'll go in then. So she walks into the Airbnb, cuts to black, and then Barbarian appears on the so screen. So creepy. At this point, I would say in the opening scene, your idea is that Keith is going to be the bad guy. Yeah, he's. it's a little ominous, and we're not too sure about Keith yet. But what's cool is to go back to like the title card of the movie. Um, it's actually written only using the letters from Airbnb, so it's like a nod to the story's main setting in addition to like its primary meaning. So that's so cool. Pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite scene number one. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> we see Tess. She just got out of the shower. She went to go check her belongings and stuff in the bedroom. She sees Keith's wallet and she starts kind of snooping. This is actually really smart. She takes his driver's license out and takes a picture of it. Yeah, that's genius. I would definitely do that too. <laughs> She's way smarter than I am. I don't know if I could think that far ahead. Uh, fun fact is actually um, on Keith's driver's license, it states that he's 5'10", but in reality, Bill Skarsgård is uh, 6'4". Dang. Yeah. Sorry, right, Bill. We love a short king. <laughs> we love a short king. Just kidding. He's giant. I was literally about to say, what a tall king. And then <laughs> he said, we love a short king. So she goes and she gives Keith his wallet back. She's like, you left this in the bedroom. And like, if I were Keith, I'd be like, did you go through it? Um, but she goes back into the bathroom to wash her face. Keith is trying to be a really nice guy, like trying really hard to get her to trust him. He's got the bottle of wine that he mentioned earlier that happened to already be at the Airbnb. He's telling her hey, I don't want to open this without you seeing it, so you don't think I'm going to do anything to this bottle of wine? Like, I swear I'm just a chill dude. <laughs> Which, I mean, what a distinguished gentleman. Honestly, good guy. But at the same time, I would be like, okay, you're trying a little too hard for me. It's funny you say that because this movie actually stems from a book that Zach Kreger was reading at the time. What is the book called? The book is called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. It's a book about encouraging women to trust their gut when they're confronted with creepy men or men that could be dangerous in general. Zach Kreger was using it as a writing exercise. He started off just by writing a 30-minute short that consisted of a conversation between a woman, and she's continuing to ignore all of these red flags. He liked that concept so much that he knew he could have a longer film out of this and began 
writing a much more detailed script, resulting in Barbarian. It's actually pretty genius. It really is. It's a really good concept because we do, as women, have a lot of red flags to look out for just in life in general. That is true. In life. (laughs) Life's (laughs) wild out there for women. So she's kind of thinking about warming up to him, but she's still like denying the bottle of wine. He's like, no worries. You don't have to have any, but I'm going to have a glass. Yeah. She's still like apprehensive, but he's like, okay, well, I'm going to have a glass. I'll still open it in front of you, though. And he was like, I noticed you didn't drink your tea earlier. So that's why he's he's like, you know, I'll open it in front of you and stuff because uh, maybe he's thinking that she didn't trust the fact that he just gave her tea, which is <laughs> fair. But I he, get it. He is definitely doing everything he can to, like, prove that he's not trying to be a creep. To be like, hey, I'm actually not a creeper McCreeperton. So <laughs> she's also still awake because her sheets are still in the washer and dryer. And I think he said it's like an like an hour or something. Yeah, like an hour and a half. So he's like, you might as well like sit down, and have a glass of wine. She's kind of coming around. She sat down, but she still said no to the wine for now. It is kind of funny though, like how awkward he is whenever he's explaining everything to her about like the wine and stuff. Yeah, you can tell he doesn't want to make her uncomfortable, but just his presence is making her uncomfortable, <laughs> which is fair because she definitely thought that this was going to be just her Airbnb, and now yeah. she's got like a little roommate situation. It's kind of it's just a really weird like I don't know predicament to find yourself in. It's like a meet cute from hell. <laughs> a meet cute from hell cute or like you bump into somebody at a grocery store but no they bump into each other at a barbaric airbnb at a, at a terrifying airbnb <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he like leaves her a cute little note and everything and it's like this isn't cute scars guards are all like pretty attractive oh, like in <laughs> such creepy ways they are dude um alex Skarsgård, like his brother just yeah. plays r- really good roles too like but he was really good in true blood i believe that they're talking now about why tess is in town she's here for a job interview for a documentarian and the documentarian happened to do a documentary that keith has actually seen so they're starting to kind of bond over that and she's like what He's also in town for work, so she's starting to feel a bit more comfortable with him. Which I, yeah, once you've been talking for a little bit and like trying to yeah. ease the tension, and he hasn't I feel like, like that works a little better. Yet, probably. Then we kind of like comfortable. flash to the dryer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they showed that the clothes are still in the dryer, but they also showed that they're not tumbling anymore, which means that they're done that and they're now done. they're just enjoying conversation. Yeah. So they're sitting on the couch, like, Pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. You know, not, not COVID just distance, not six feet away anymore. Oh, and Tess changed her mind about the wine. She's actually drinking wine with him now. She's enjoying it. She's feeling Keith a little bit. Her hair looks really cute, too, in that. It it's does. Like she's got really good she's curls. She's got cute little curly tendrils little coming down. She has such a good complexion, too. I'm jealous. She does. She's, she's really pretty. But, yeah, they're basically just chopping it up. Yeah, they're just chit-chatting. Um, you know, have no fear at this point. We did fast forward it a tiny bit just because. <laughs> yeah, they're having a lot of dialogue and it's lot. not super relevant to the rest of the story. It's just kind of showing them bonding. It is pretty cute, though, because like Keith goes and helps her make the bed and he's like, let me help. Let me show you uh, the best way to get a fitted sheet onto the bed. And he turns into a little ghosty boy. I know. I was going to say that. I love this part it's because really he covers himself up like a little sheet ghost, which is such a great move in a scary movie to I do. I think it's really cute. But it, it, is it really actually, adorable, actually it does work very well. It does. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> that is the way to get a duvet cover on. Oh. <laughs> Never mind, he's struggling. <laughs> but you know what? He did it. He did it though. <laughs> he he's got six it. four. When you're six four, you can do those things. 
when you're five so one, insane. the entire sheet is just gonna take you I over. I have no idea. Yeah, I was. Like, I would I'm, be tripping over it. I'm literally like, <laughs> I don't even know. I want to say we're, five we're both two. Like five but... two. Yeah, we can say five two because we're the same height. So if you're five two, I'm five two. Yeah, which makes me feel better. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> But yeah, I wonder what it's like to be 6'4". You know, okay, ever since I saw a photo that um, showed, like, what short people look like from tall people's point of views, oh it kind of ruined my whole life. Is it just, like, the top of our we heads all the so time? We look so tiny. Yes, <laughs> and they see just our heads. Like, I don't know how to explain it. The way that we see, like, tiny kids, right? that's how they see us. <gasps> but I'm a full-grown adult. <laughs> and then their their point of view is so different from ours because they can see like so much more than we can. What's the horizon like out there? Honestly, everyone? what are the mountains like? What's it like? like to be able to see the concert? Like whenever you go to the concerts, <laughs> I will never be a floor girly because I can't see. Me either. <laughs> Me either. I guess to transition out of this. <laughs> Uh, what's so funny though is that originally Keith was going to be the bad guy, uh, but Craiger thought that it would be too predictable, and he decided. Um, he kind of thought to himself. He was like, "Okay, wait. What if a giant naked lady was the monster instead?" <laughs> what a thought process. Which I'm like, okay, that's the first thing you jump to, but that's freaking hilarious. If that's the first thing that right. comes to your mind, <laughs> just a giant naked lady. Because you really do feel like Keith is going to be the bad guy. Oh yeah. For like. Pretty much the entire the beginning of this I film. The first time I saw this movie, I was like, okay, it's, gotta be him. it's evident. It's yeah. Bill Skarsgård. Right, exactly. Also, I feel like maybe he might have casted him because he does have that like creep factor. Oh, for you know? sure. Yeah. Not not in like that he's a creep at all. No, no. But, but that as he's in he, he's very good at being creepy. Yes, yeah. he's a great creepy actor. It's the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite scene number two. Tess is in the basement of the creepy Airbnb. She had gone down there to find some toilet paper and found a whole lot more. Uh, she told Keith about it and everything. And Keith was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go down there and check out what's going on. And so she was like yelling at him and he didn't come back out of the creepy ass area. Yeah. So she goes in there and she ends up finding like a different secret door. Another secret door, I guess. Yeah, that leads down into like these tunnels with stairs. It's really creepy. Yeah, it looks creepy as shit. There's like <laughs> the walls are just rocks. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. It's it's very <laughs> creepy. Tess is ignoring her better instinct and she is going down the stairs. Yeah, she was yelling at Keith from the top of the stairs, just going, Keith, Keith. <laughs> And he was uh, not responding. No. So she was like, let me go down to these creepy ass stairs to this man that I hardly know um, and not have any backup with me oh, at all. So Because that sounds genius. It's wild to me as I think that this is such a cool movie concept. Like, I feel like it's very different than something that we've seen before. But Zach Kreger said in an interview that he had a hard time getting this movie made because of its style and plot, which to me is just wild. Even studios like A24 that has a reputation of producing really artsy horror films passed on it. That's crazy to me that they had such a hard time trying to get this, like, put it into production. But I guess it does make sense because it is a little different than the usual like slasher genre or like zombies and like stuff like that. Very true. It only had a budget of four million, but it made ten times that in the box office. See, that's insane. <laughs> and so I could see it because I love this you movie. missed out. I think it's a great film. It is very, very good. Oh, it's getting spooky. Yeah, she sees cages like that with weird, dog bowls in them. She passes by this like super weird ass gate. Um, oh. goes in there. I don't know why. 
<laughs> she's crying. Uh, she's going down there, just going, Keith, still like yelling for Keith while she's sobbing. I totally at this point was like, okay, Keith is a psychopath that lures yeah. and traps women in this Airbnb. Dude, yeah. For the whenever I first saw it, I was like, why the f- why yes. would she go down there? Yes, that was like, absolutely my first impression of this movie. I, I like, never oh, yeah. thought what was coming next was coming next. No, me <laughs> I probably will jump at this part, even though I've already seen it. Dude, I jumped at <laughs> it whenever I watched it recently. <laughs> I told you I was gonna jump. Well, this because Keith comes out of it. nowhere. Oh, and he's like crawling. Yeah, he's like crawling. It makes it creepier. Comes out of the blackness, and you're like, okay, cool. <sighs> God, that freaks me out every time. And Tess time. is like, we got to go, we got to go. And uh, Keith is like, there's somebody else down here. There's someone else down right. here. And she's like, what do you mean? Then let's go. And Keith's like, mm-hmm. no, we have to go this way. Yeah, he's like, no, that's where it came from. It came from that way. Right. And Tess is like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, he should have gone. Yeah, and Keith, <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is that Keith is trying to go the other way. Oh, my God. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Mother comes running out of the darkness and just fucking just oh takes Keith gosh. and slams I mean, his face a thousand times against the concrete. Crushes it like it's a tomato. And we see titties just <laughs> out and the nasty girls teeth. Out and mother is just screaming and like and hair face. and shit. And uh, what is pretty cool though is rather than like the mother being a one piece bodysuit with other prosthetics added the creation um, they kind of involved the actor being essentially naked wow. for like the whole process. So uh, they just kind of added on the, like, boobies <laughs> <laughs> and extra stuff like that, which I think is crazy. The film's special effects were also um, done more so practically because Kreger had a rule for himself to not use technology uh, that John Carpenter didn't have while he was making The Thing from 1982. So that's I thought that was good, pretty that's cool. That's a pretty cool rule, especially because yeah. you're in 2022 and technology is so far advanced. It's so far then. advanced. You could have done like you could have used so much different technology and instead Absolutely. to go practical. I think that's amazing. Matthew Patrick Davis that plays the mother basically went into the role blind. He did not know what the costume was going to look like, what his character was going to look like. Typically in these kinds of movies, there's some sort of rendition drawn up, but there was nothing and he accepted it auditioned over zoom and got it hell yeah he was just like yeah okay cool sounds good i'm up for anything pretty Could much you imagine showing up they're like all right now get naked please yeah they're like so you're gonna be naked and we're gonna put these with um, boobies on you um and stringy nasty hair and your and ass is gonna be out also you're gonna have like really gross teeth <laughs> <laughs> you're going to look disgusting that pretty much sums up uh our favorite scene number two though because after the Mother comes out and screams in Tessa's face. It just cuts to black. So, oh, so good. <laughs> Which I think is great uh, because so you're kind of like, okay, like, what the fuck? It shatters <laughs> any idea you had of the movie overall. You, like, clearly think Keith is the bad guy. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, my God. What and I was, was so that? sad. I was so sad whenever he got his head smushed in. I know. We were just starting to like him. Because I was then... like, oh, cool. So you actually were a good guy. And now you're dead. <laughs> that, that's just what happens you you let down your walls with one person yeah they go and, and get then, killed by a barbarian yeah and then they get their heads smashed in and you wonder why times. women have trust issues <laughs> favorite scene number three tess and aj are in the mother's trap at this point her like pit yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened between our last scene and this scene but we've been introduced to aj um we know he's the owner of the airbnb all of that kind of stuff yeah, and then we were introduced to Frank, too, who was, like, the insane psycho killer um, that 
is the reason for why the mother exists. Uh, really, this this movie was pretty hard to be able to pick. Just you know, four of our favorite scenes. Uh, but we kind of got to stick with our guns, you know? Yeah, <laughs> we had to. It was really hard. It was really hard. but Because um, this whole movie just flows so well together. It does, yeah. And the way they, like, cut the scenes up also, it makes you feel like you need to or want to talk about everything. And I actually really like the way that it sometimes feels like you're watching a different movie. Yes. Like, like a total 180. It makes you want to talk about every scene. But yeah. we can't, so... Therefore, we're at our third favorite scene. But they're stuck in the pit. Tess has <laughs> given AJ a warning of like, don't upset her. If you upset her, bad things happen. Yeah. If you're so, upset, she's upset. And some <laughs> stringy hair. I mean, has she not heard of dry shampoo or like what's For up? real. Look at those nails. Oh, her too. nails. Her nails are like black and long. Ugh. The bottle comes down. Yeah, this nasty ass. Like, oh, it's so disgusting. Bottle. It's a huge bottle. That is a big model. <laughs> but I guess she's a big mama. So. But yeah, and I mean, she's got to work with what she's got. That's true. Who knows what the heck ha is going on down there. So Tess is drinking out <laughs> of the bottle. Dude, it's really gross. Like the, the freaking hair on the nipple. But the hair on the bottle was an accident. Zach Kreger saw it and was like, you know what? Let's add more. <laughs> Yeah, his uh, Matthew Patrick Davis's wig, the one that plays the guy that plays the mother. Uh, yeah, it got stuck on. <laughs> it got stuck so on there. Gross. <laughs> and Craiger was like, "That's disgusting. Let's let's do more. Let's add more." <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. The mother jumps down into Dude, the cage. Tess is like up against the wall. Tess looks terrified, which rightfully so. Yeah. You can definitely tell Tess has been down there for a while because she kind of knows how to like behave around yeah. her. And AJ is just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's got a flashlight on them. And the he's mother, like, what is like, happening? And Tess is like, just let just, her love you. Yes. <laughs> and AJ's like, um, hell no, I'm not doing that. And the mother's going, in AJ's face. Spitting on him. Yeah, just spitting on him with her yellow, nasty teeth. Oh, she's so terrifying. And AJ's like, no, like, you know, over and over. So then the mother's like, okay, cool. Um, you're coming with me. She <laughs> drags him down a hallway. You're coming with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tess is like, okay, cool. Well, obviously this is my um, my time to shine. No my time kidding. to get out of here. <laughs> it's the only chance she has to go out and, like, look for some help. Which, totally understandable. She drags aj into this room where the vhs is of a mother and a baby it kind of explains like where she gets the idea of a mother and a baby <laughs> she boops his nose <laughs> which was one of my favorite parts she, she goes, goes boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really really well done scene because aj is being taken advantage of much like the way he took advantage of the woman that uh, is accusing him of sexual assault. In the background, you can hear the VHS playing, and it says this should be a pleasurable experience as AJ is resisting and saying no. And so saying you no. could say this is his karma. It's kind of more of a parallel, yeah. And uh, she's got her chest out, and she's like, all right, time to breastfeed this baby. She's trying to forcefully breastfeed him. Tess has a knife and a flashlight, and that girl is destined to get out of there. Like, she is really trying. Yeah, Tess is like, okay, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And she turns, she's like, she looks to her left, and she sees the room. It's like glowed purple, which is kind of cool because it's the same color as the title card. Ah, I didn't even put that together. I didn't either until just now. 
<laughs> and yeah, so AJ is being forced now he's got rest yeah and like the hair's all in the way too oh it's so disgusting oh man they're measuring Ooh, the tape. measuring tape because aj was yeah, measuring AJ for was measuring the square footage, footage. <laughs> that part made me laugh so hard how quickly he ran to that and just said does square footage count to the total of a house yeah like he's not like okay this is super super no. creepy like that just shows you how self-centered he is so naturally the mother heard the measuring tape and she starts like chasing after tess and tess runs out yes um she's sh- the door, I guess, locks by itself whenever it shuts. AJ took out the chair that she had yeah, previously she had wedged in there. Yeah. Yes. But luckily, she's able to break out that window that's mm-hmm. down by the basement. And who comes to help her but the very guy that she was scared of before? Yeah. the This homeless gentleman comes and helps her. And the mother, like, creepily... Ugh, creepily like shot. comes out of the window and the way that the way that the mother comes out of the window is so creepy it is so creepy just it's like so the long nails good. and just you know the pose and Grabbing everything oh it's just like quintessential horror and movie she stuff. i guess she doesn't come out during the day because it's probably too bright for her i'm sure um, she's never seen daylight before yeah she don't know what the daylight look like no. looks like because she's be been intense. stuck in there for so long yeah like the cave and whatnot exactly but i guess that's uh kind of the end of season or season two (laughs) (laughs) of scene three scene three (laughs) coming into our favorite scene number four uh we're with aj in the creepy ass basement still (laughs) he found another door yeah he got away from the mother by finding a door and um i mean she was afraid of that door so yeah. That can only say so much as to what's behind it. Exactly. AJ has found the real monster, which is Frank. And simultaneously, Tess is out um, running around the neighborhood looking for a cop or something to come help her uh, with the house or really to go get AJ. And the cops, I think, think that she might be homeless or something. They're assuming she's like on drugs and having yeah. a manic episode. And they suggest that she needs to go to the station to sleep this off. Because, I mean, she's looking... She's looking pretty toe up. She's looking rough, but, but I mean, like, still, give her the benefit of the doubt. Go check out the house. Yeah, and I mean, there's a reason she looks so rough. It's definitely because she's been going through it. Like, right. <laughs> she's telling you, I've been kept captive. Yeah, and yeah. so she's like, I'm telling you that there is a man down there that we need to go help. Yes. And the cops are like, I don't care. And she's already killed one person, and they're like, mm-hmm, sure, sweetie. I feel like a lot of this movie is like tests like the female saying like don't do this to these men and, or and like do no this one listening. and they're all like no we're just not gonna listen to you yeah so. exactly lots of misogynistic vibes in here mm-hmm. specifically the most misogynistic of all frank yeah frank disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> uh, richard drake is like so good at just being a nasty Ugh, like a nasty piece of garbage Ugh. human He's and from what I've heard is he's actually a really cool dude. Um, (laughs) Usually like the creepiest, like nastiest, like most disgusting, like characters and stuff are like are played by the nicest people. Yeah, that's the ability to actually act when you are so far removed from your actual character. I feel like horror gets a lot of it doesn't get enough recognition for like what it is. I Um, totally agree. There's so much that goes into horror, and I feel like. It's left out of all the awards. It like, really is. Yeah. People just disregard it because they think all it is is blood and guts. And yeah. it's like, it's not that at all. It's They're not. very smart movies. I mean, like, horror is like my comfort genre. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if that says something about us, but <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, it's so funny because uh, those memes where it's like, oh, I just want to watch my comfort movie. And then, like, meanwhile, she puts on, like, uh, Halloween or, like, <laughs> or like Friday the 13th <laughs> or whatever. And she's like, yeah, um, this is my comfort movie. Thanks. I know. <laughs> just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm always telling my husband, like, we need to watch something just to relax. And then I, like, proceed to put on, like, a true crime documentary. AJ, like we said, found Frank, and Frank was kind of like reaching for his side table that was pretty far from him. Mm-hmm. AJ brings it over to him because he feels bad. At this point, he thinks Frank is like a victim of the mother, not knowing that the mother yeah, is a victim of Frank. Exactly, yeah. Which, I mean, of course he would. Yeah. <laughs> He's AJ. Tess does get the police to follow her to the house, but they're still not taking anything seriously, probably because yeah. of the neighborhood it's in. They're assuming that she is just result of the neighborhood, I guess. Yeah, I guess, like, the population in that neighborhood. The demographic. Uh, What's crazy, though, is, like, the exterior neighborhood shots that they have uh, were filmed in a neighborhood of Detroit, but the rest of the film was actually shot in Bulgaria. That is so wild I mean, that is so far (laughs) from each other. such a weird... I wonder if it's because of their budget being so small. It could be. That maybe Definitely. Bulgaria was much cheaper to film oh, yeah, in. I can see that. I don't know. But also I'm like, oh, I forgot about this Ew. part. Yeah. yeah Flashback so f- to Frank's room. Frank's got these like super nasty VHSs that have like a bunch of different descriptions on them. Uh, yeah. So like some of them are like Irish accent, um, no teeth. Blonde, which, skinny. Yeah. Like there was one that said very fat, which like, fuck you. Um, some of them just straight up have names. Like yeah. Like there's names Anna on some H. of them. Melissa, like. So gross. There's, yeah, there's a lot. And there was one that said hitchhiker, I think. Ew. Um, and so, yeah. So he has all these VHSs and we're like, um, this looks ominous as fuck. Yeah. So you can kind of put together that. Yeah, he had one that's I a puker know, gas station redhead. That. So he had gas station redhead in, in the VHS, in the VHS TV, which, wow, that's a flashback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AJ is trying to kind of piece things together. So he plays the VHS tape against his better judgment. Yeah. He just like pushes it on in there. Like, okay, sure. Let's watch it. And we flashback to the Airbnb and it, just looks like super like everyone just dropped and left because yeah. I mean technically I guess they kind of did. Tess says fuck the police and breaks into the house anyway. <laughs> yeah, she said fuck this I'm going in. <laughs> she breaks in with a rock. She I think grabs a weapon and I think she was getting her car keys. Oh, her car. That's yeah, right because she was just going to dip. Yeah, which that's I mean right. she should have. Which she should have. Yeah, she's a tough lady. But yeah, so, so she was like I'm going to dip and I think AJ watched the movie right. and he's like what the he's like what is wrong with you and he's like he's like you are sick i'm gonna call the cops i'm gonna have cops swarming this place in a matter of moments i own this house yeah and then frank pulls out a gun from his side table he pulls out his tiny little pistol pistol for a tiny little pee-pee man yeah for real tess gets in her car it got dark like so fast frank kills himself i forgot about that yeah frank ends up shooting himself well you know I'm not oh, even going to say RIP in this case. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> so then the mama runs out of the she house. Busts because out the house. She's trying to chase after her baby, yeah, Tess. Yeah, because it's dark outside now. So yeah. um, Tess rams into her with a yeah. car. But there's really no stopping her. She has, like, insane Superhuman strength. strength. Yeah, she's Which, being how did on she the get windshield. Like, what is she eating? <laughs> right. How is she eating? That's a great question. Because who's getting them food? Probably like, you know, it's that mother's milk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Mocktail plug. <laughs> Mocktail plug. You think like, oh, wow, maybe she's like slowed the mother down. 
You're hoping that this is going to be Tess's chance to escape. She goes back into the house to rescue AJ. I'm sorry. AJ, you're kind of on your own at this point. AJ should have already figured out how to get out. Right. <laughs> so who was that. taking care of Frank if he was down there that whole time? I guess the mother, right? Yeah, or maybe like Satan. <laughs> he had a pact with Satan, probably. Just keeping him alive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Tess goes back in and she's going downstairs with a flashlight that barely works. AJ took the pistol from Frank to protect yeah. himself from the mother, of course, or anything else Which that might be that down there. That was a smart move. That was a smart move. What is not a smart move is not checking to see if it's the mother and accidentally shooting Tess. Hello? And then without even a second thought, he fires and shoots her in the leg. Yeah, dude, AJ, AJ is just like, boom, whatever. I'm just going to shoot you. Like, right. Which is going to make the mother so much more pissed because now he shot her baby. I was like, oh, my God, Tess is dead. Like, he literally killed Tess. Yes. But thankfully, she rises again. I think she was in shock for a second. She is our final girl, after all. And so, yeah, for all. <laughs> Welcome to final girl, final girl crew. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you here, Tess. AJ is helping her along, and she's like, ah, shit. She's still alive and she's out yeah tess is like uh the mom is gone that's right. a jeep liberty i don't it is I it is a jeep care. liberty but they put cherokee on it yeah. i don't know why i'm upset <laughs> maybe liberties were not like being made in 2020 so like i just slapped cherokee on there oh yeah that's true <laughs> i don't Could know because that is not a jeep <laughs> cherokee tess is like i know a place where we can go we'll be safe we just got to get there and she's talking about her friend from earlier um the man that helped her out of the window yeah because he's like uh she never comes over this way right so he has like an encampment that they're able to kind of stow away at he gets them through the fence yeah they get to the fence and he's like shh like and they're like, did you know about this? Like, how did you know about this? And he mentions that he knows what Frank was up to. Well, and he's been living in that neighborhood for like a long 15 time, 15 right? years, I think he says. Yeah. Dang. And he said that he's heard rumors about what Frank does and essentially tells them, well, when you make a copy of a copy of a copy mm -hmm. and kind of breaks it down for us that it's, the mother is a result of incest. Mm -hmm. Which, gross. They are kind of like well are we gonna be safe here or is the mother gonna find us yeah and then he says well i've been here for 15 years and she's never come in she's here never come up in here <laughs> and he's like yeah he's okay. like all right so I everyone's feel... like we're safe we're good right. the mother won't come in here and then she gonna bust through like the kool-aid man yeah, she gonna <laughs> just bust through that she, wall she's trying to go, get to oh, her baby yeah. aj is kind of like am I a bad person? Did I do a bad oh, thing? Yeah. Because he's kind of relating what he did to what Frank did. And yes, AJ, you are a bad you person. You are a bad person. You should be feeling regretful. You suck. This is like his tiny little amount of character development. Not but just in our next, now. like <laughs> in the next like 10 minutes, it just takes another nose yeah. dive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he did you start not feeling like a tiny, 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 tiny minuscule the littlest bit of empathy. Maybe he's Maybe starting he's to realize he's right that he's a shitty he's person. But yeah, here comes the mother. The mother busts on in. And she gets the homeless out guy. our friend. I think she like rips his arms off or something, right? Yep, yep. there it is. Ripping and off arms. Yeah, that's when you really see like and this then strong. <laughs> starts AJ's, beating him with the arms. AJ's freaking personality development went south yeah. completely. He takes yeah. off Character running, leaves Tess. Out the window. He said, peace out, Tess. Even it's though he out, shot I'm her, out. so she's yeah. definitely struggling. 
And she went back for you too, you shitty human being. Yes, she's the only reason that you got out of there. So AJ is like looking for a spot to get out to like and get away from the mother. Yeah, they so run up a water tower. They start running up a water tower, and Tess is like, "I'm trying," and like AJ is like, "Hurry the fuck up, basically," but also not giving a fuck about her because At he's all. he's gonna get up there. He don't care. Yeah, he is looking out um, for himself, which yeah. is very typical. AJ go back to him measuring which the sucks square footage so much because like she tried so hard to help him she has tried to be very trustworthy yeah. of everyone in this scenario oh my god he and then AJ drops the pistol like an idiot well and earlier i think he had a knife on him or something and he dropped it the same way that he just dropped the gun uh, yeah he's a butterfinger like, yeah you suck <laughs> <laughs> and so aj is like seeing the mother get up the stairs like really fast and he's like tess one of us is going to make it and one we of can't us both isn't. make it. Right. He's like, I have a plan, but you're yeah. going to have to distract her essentially and throws her yeah. off of the water tower and like grabs her by the head. Yeah. Too. Like, why does he have to do that? Like, and so he throws her off the water tower and the mama is like, no, he fully does not care if Tess dies right now, obviously. And so the mama just like, she comes diving after diving him, out after her and gravity's doing its thing with that. It goes black <laughs> And then it goes to AJ just kind of staring off the top of the water tower. And you yeah. see Tess laying on top of the mother on the ground. Because the mama was trying to protect her baby. Yeah, that's all she wanted was a baby and to keep it safe. Which, which is kind of makes it's really so sad. sad. I know. Zach Kreger said in an interview that his entire goal was to create empathy for the mother and that if people were happy when she died, he would have done a bad job. Yeah, and I think he did a really good job at creating that empathy. Very sad. It's not her fault that and she's she, a product of this like yeah. disgusting environment. Monster created by circumstance, basically. Right. But, I mean, she wasn't trying to be a monster. No. Like, she just wanted to be a mama. Yeah. That's all she knew. And stupid-ass AJ comes down, and he's yes. like, oh my god, you're alive, Tess, you're alive. Like, he cares. Yeah, like, he even really gives a shit. And then he, like, halfway apologizes and, like, yeah, I'm so sorry like, about my that. Bad that I literally threw you off the top of a water tower to be bait. <laughs> it's the worst. He's like, just so that I could live. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that, but aren't you so happy I'm alive? Yeah. And so the mother jumps up and she's like, she's screw like, nah, you. Screw you, bro. So she grabs, uh, she grabs AJ by the throat and just starts, like, mm -hmm. freaking squeezing she goes for the eyeballs oh my in God. a very um jeepers creepers yeah, I was moment gonna say, it's kind of a throwback to like jeepers creepers yeah whenever he got his eyes taken out right that's kind of whenever i fell for justin long <laughs> wait when he got his eyes taken when you no, fell in jeepers creepers oh. <laughs> i was like wait no just mean? the way he was in jeepers oh creepers. no for sure i could see that but in this movie, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, oh, the mother is Yeah, the sad. mom was like, no, uh, like the baby. Why, do I, why does this make me want to cry? I know, kind of. Same. And she's uh, going, babe. Oh, and she wants to take her back to the house. She's trying to pick and her Tess up like is a like, baby. I can't go back there. This is like, you can't do that. Yeah. She's like, I can't go back there. Like, you can't make me go back there. And she's like, no. Oh. The mother, the mama's like, if we just go to the house. You will yeah. be okay. And Tess is like, no. No, I won't. And so she's like screaming in pain and stuff. And the mama's like, no, like you're, oh. you're hurt. So sad. And then she puts the gun up to the mama's face. Yeah, she puts face. her gun up to the mama's face. And oh, oh. and the mama is just going. She gives her a kiss She gives her a kiss. She's like a terrifying monster. But you do just but want her to find yeah. love. It's sad. 
And then so she shoots, you know, she shoots the mama in the head. And then roll and credits. And then roll credits. To the iconic like, Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Yeah. Which, what a great it literally, choice. And it made me download that song, too. Oh, same. <laughs> I was playing that on repeat for, like, two weeks after I watched I the movie. I love that song after that. I was such like, oh, that was such a great choice for the film. That was such a good one. Oh. And I like that the credits are all in red. Yeah, and it's cool because he kind of did like a couple of little mini scenes after this just yeah. to show you like Tess does survive. So she kind of like limps off and they show you that between the credits a little bit, which is uh, they show a cool you, Yeah, little they show her just like limping away. Yeah. Man, she is a survivor. She is. Final girl. Final girl energy. Okay, now it is time for our least favorite scene. tried to figure out a plan on how to make up some money so that he can pay for these legal fees that he's about to get um, based on the accusation of sexual assault. So he goes back to the Michigan Airbnb. He gets a phone call from some friends and he is at a bar meeting up with them, telling them the details of the sexual assault case or I'm sorry, his side of the story of the sexual assault case. His friend is like, hey, real talk. Like, what happened to you guys? I need to know, and I want to hear it from you. Um, also, what's so funny to me in this scene is that Justin Long, uh, he just does a pretty good job of acting drunk. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, like, because some people can do it very well, and then in other movies I've seen, I'm like, yeah, you're not very good at this. Right. Uh, <laughs> he does play a very good drunk douchey yeah. guy. In all seriousness, though, this is a pretty serious scene. Um, yeah. And so AJ is kind of like, well, I'm going to let you know what happened. Um, we had sex, but it took some convincing. Like in the beginning, she was like, no, I'm good. But he said, I'm a persistent guy. Because, you know, of course, he thinks that he's not this. He thinks that he's not a bad guy and he's not. Um, what would you call that? A predator? Right. Um, he sees it as a strength somehow. That yeah. He's like persistent. He references himself as the eye of the tiger. Yeah. Disgusting. Just total predatory behavior. Creepy vibes. So he kept on and then uh, he said that like eventually she gave in. So he thinks that it's like not wrong at all. But he did exactly what he's being accused of. Right. He's just trying to make himself look better to his friends, trying to get some validation that maybe he's not as horrible as he thinks he is. But we know the truth. And it in this scene, uh, Zach Kreger actually makes an appearance as AJ's friend, um, who he's meeting at the club and like drunkenly confessing this to. Um, and I didn't even notice because it's more so like the back of his head. So That's I really true. didn't see until like, until uh, I was looking up you know, some information on the movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is him. I do feel like that is something that directors and writers do in horror films a lot is put themselves into like a small section of the scene. Mm -hmm. And I like that because I think it shows that like their passion for it. Yeah, I feel like uh, there's a lot of people that do cameos. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I know like Stephen King will be in cameos. Yeah. Um, John Carpenter has been in a few different things. Wes, yeah. Craven, Wes Craven will insert himself. Yep. Uh, and the list goes on. Really. Even our girl Diablo Cody did in our yeah, Jennifer's Body episode. Exactly that too, yeah. AJ goes back to the Airbnb um, and drunk dials <laughs> Megan, yeah. the girl who has accused him of sexual assault, basically apologizing for anything he did, but in a shitty asshole way. Yeah, and just like kind of a shitty way. And he's like, hey, basically like, Sorry if it was like that, but that's not but that's what I not think happened. What I think it was. And it's like, well, it was, though. Which is some BS. Total BS. 
God, Justin Long plays such a good. He makes you very. He makes it very easy to hate him in this movie. He really does, which is so crazy because Justin Long is typically kind of like that. I don't know, nerdy friend or like guy that's like trying to get the girl and I don't know, just a whole. I've seen him in so many rom coms. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) but it's crazy like how many scary movies he's actually been in. It is really cool. I think he's a good choice for it because of that as well. It's also interesting because there is a scene later on in the movie. We're not going to cover it, but like we said earlier, it was really hard to pick out our favorites Mm -hmm. because this is just a really good film. But there is an expose written on AJ over the sexual assault. And the expose is written in the Hollywood Reporter actually by Kim Masters, who is a real life reporter. And... She was the one who wrote in the wake of all of the Harvey Weinstein cases. She became known for breaking stories about men in the film and TV industry who have been accused of sexual assault. Yeah. So it's just kind of neat how like in depth they go with that. I think that is crazy that like she made like the report on this movie. (laughs) Right. (laughs) In this movie. It's pretty cool. Well, and originally, um, like, Zach Kreger had a totally different idea of how he wanted AJ to be. Um, He originally wanted him to have, like, kind of more of a buzz cut and be jacked like a jock. Uh, He offered the role of AJ to Zach Efron, but I think since that's kind of what he was going for, but Zach Efron denied it. Uh, And so then he changed it to someone who was more disarming and lovable, which in turn led him to offer it to Justin Long. And Justin Long said, yeah, I'll do it. Feels like a really good choice. I mean, I think Zach Efron's a great actor and I think he could have done it well as well, but I do see the point he was trying to make with somebody more like, I don't know, someone that would typically feel a little bit more trustworthy. Yeah, more like boy next door. Attainable, <laughs> right? <laughs> and of course, that is our least favorite scene for, I would say, fairly obvious reasons. Yeah. It was kind of, it's hard to pick um, just a few favorite scenes from this oh, movie, though. It was so hard, sure. honestly. It's just such a good film, and it's a newer film, and this was probably, so when I watched it, obviously I watched it like pretty much right when it came out to streaming. I didn't see it in the theaters. I didn't see it in theaters either. But I will <laughs> say, it was hard to go to sleep that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this movie did give me some some nightmares man i really yeah i really liked this movie and then i um i did what i always do and i burnt myself out (laughs) i watched it so many times uh but i still love it so yeah i've taken a good long break from it so watching it this last time was um, refreshing more of a treat yeah you say it was like a nice cold glass of milk like disgusting (laughs) (laughs) coming to the end of our episode it's now time for our woozy Woozy scale. scale Des, what do you give this movie? I think you kind of know what I'm going to give this movie. <laughs> Let's <laughs> To me, it. it's a five out of five. Yeah. Um, only because I absolutely love this freaking movie. I the I really have no like problem with it. Um, I like the way that it transitions. Uh, I like the fact that sometimes you kind of feel immersed into a different film in mm. certain scenes. Yeah. I like the actors and the actresses. They do an amazing job. Uh, the creature is creepy as hell, so that yeah. gives me really good like creature feature vibes, too. <laughs> um, I like the original plot because it is very original. I haven't really seen anything very. like it. I li- and the fact that it was so hard to find like favorite scenes uh, yeah. works for me, too, because if, if I'm able to find my favorite scenes like super quickly or, you know, I can't I can't like be like discern from yeah, one to another. Exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's, yeah, I just really like this one. I think Zach Kreger did an amazing job uh, with the plot line and with who he chose and everything for the movie. Uh, so, yeah, can't really complain. <laughs> I love that. What about you, Christy? I have to agree. It's a five out of five for me, too. Hell yeah. This is one of the best scary movies I've seen in a long time. And I mean that in the sense of like a newer scary movie. Mm -hmm. I watch a lot of good scary movies often. But this is one of the best ones that came out within the last few years, in my opinion. Legitimately terrified me. It made me fearful to go to bed, which is always a, a good thing in my That's mind. That's always weirdly. a good sign, I feel. Right? I had nightmares, right? So it definitely lasted with me. <laughs> I think it's a great film. I enjoy, like you said, the casting I think was spot on. Tess, I hadn't I it was seen great. her in anything before. Um, but I thought she was wonderful. Yeah, she did an amazing job Bill as Skarsgård. our final girl. Yeah, she's such a good final girl. Adding her to the list of my faves. Oh, yeah. Bill Skarsgård, of course, great in any kind of spooky role, even though he got his brain smashed in. We yeah. still love him. You know, we still love him. <laughs> I just really enjoyed the creep factor, um, the way that it makes you think it's going to be one scenario when really it is a completely different thing mm. the flashback to frank kind of explaining all of that even how creepy and disgusting he is it makes you realize oh the mother is not really the monster frank is the monster and i don't know it's just on so many levels a good film it is a good film and that's why to me it's a five let us know where you stand on your woozy scale comment on instagram at woozy hair podcast or on tiktok at woozy hair podcast we hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for listening. And, and book, book a hotel. hotel.